Chapter 10 The way, you know the way? Which way? Back to our rooms. I do not want to go to our rooms. We're not going back there again. I will not let you stay for a second more than is absolutely necessary in this cursed house of death. Run as fast as you can. Stay on my heels. We have to find a way to get to the lake. The palace has hundreds of exits. All we have to do is find a boat and then get in and go. They ran, no longer speaking, side by side. They could hear each other gasping. Columns, stairs, halls flew past them in an uncertain striped light from the moon above. Watch your step, shouted the man, grabbing the woman by the arm. They went down a staircase. The steps were wet and slippery and shone as if they were coated with phosphorus. We can't go farther this way. The staircase leads to a dead end. Furbringer turned and jumped back up the stairs. Irene, Irene, where are you? His wife's voice answered him out of the darkness. I don't see you anymore. Forbringer reached out, grasped the woman, and pulled her to him. Stay with me, do you hear? Do not leave my side. Maybe they are trying to lure you from me, calling your name with my voice. Don't listen. Stay with me. Yes, yes. They ran. Irene's voice whispered in gasps. Do you hear? Do you hear anything? What? There's someone behind us. You're wrong. No, no. Someone is running after us. There is a man running. He runs on bare feet. He's almost... Forbringer paused, pushed the woman against the wall, stood before her, bent down, and listened, choking down his own breathing. From the darkness of the hall behind them, a man came running. He ran with all his might. A light fell on his face. Ramagani. Forbringer leaped toward him. He raised his hands to grab the Indian by the throat, but Ramagani dodged away. He saw Irene standing, her hands flailing through the air. Why are you standing there? He shouted to her. Run! But she stayed by his side. I warned you, he cried, leaping for the Indian again. Stop, Ramagani! Forbringer grabbed the Indian's neck and dragged him into the light that fell through an invisible window. I'll see your traitor's face. You are a traitor one way or another. I want to know who made you a traitor. The Indian's face grimaced with a soundless laughter. Me, Saib, me, he called, slapping both hands on his chest. My name will be cursed, but even he has blood on his fingers. He forced me to destroy my soul. 